Hello and welcome to another Who's He video podcast with me, Phil. After our last special video podcast, it's back to the usual thing, me waffling on for a few minutes, I'm afraid. So without further ado, let's get down to, the, uh, to business with this episode's topic, which is... Mummy, I want that now! One of my biggest disappointments as a child in the 1970s was the complete lack of Doctor Who toys. Woe is me, yeah? But really, reenacting my favourite scenes required a lot of imagination and pretending my action man was the Doctor. Now this could be great as your imagination can take you to places that the average BBC budget for Doctor Who could never afford, but sometimes a little bit of authenticity well, it would have been nice. But what I didn't know at the time, there were Doctor Who toys to be had. Now when I say Doctor Who, I really mean Daleks. As we all know, the Daleks were insanely popular in the 1960s and the phrase Dalek Mania was coined to describe this. And there were quite a few Dalek toys released of um, varying quality. To illustrate this, and in no particular order, here are some of the Dalek toys the children of the 1960s had to play with. We have the Rollykins Dalek. Ah, oh, Rollykins. The Bump and Go Dalek. The Friction Dalek. And the Codeg Clockwork Dalek. But that wasn't all. If you wanted to take the fight to the Daleks, we had these. The Astro Ray Dalek Gun. The Dalek Rocket Gun. The Anti-Dalek Jet Immobilizer. What the hell that is. The Anti-Dalek Sonic Disintegrator. And the Anti-Dalek Neutron Exterminator. You see, it was all very Dalek-centric. There wasn't a single Doctor Who figure to be had. So by the time I was born in 1970, there still hadn't been any real progress made on Doctor Who toys. In fact, the only thing of real note was this, first produced in 1975. The talking Dalek from Palatoy. Again, another Dalek. But I was actually fortunate enough to own one of these talking Daleks. However, such is the way of life, that toy has long since disappeared. I had it for years, but eventually all the Dalek appendages broke and it also stopped talking. So this ended up in landfill, I'm sad to say. But in 1977, this happened. From outer space, the famous TARDIS brings Time Lord, Doctor Who, and the amazing leader, ready to do battle against their mighty enemies, the fearful Cybermen, the giant robot, and one of the deadly Daleks. Whilst Leela covers him, the Doctor reaches the TARDIS in time and disappears to escape from the dark. Doctor Who, Leela, the fearful inhabitants of outer space, and the TARDIS. From Dennis Fisher. Fantastic. Now this was more like it. Finally, a Doctor Who figure to actually play and create my own adventures with. But not only that, Leela, a TARDIS, a Cyberman, another Dalek, and the giant robot from Robot. Eventually, Dennis Fisher also released a K-9 toy. Out of all these Dennis Fisher toys, I owned one, the Doctor, which I have here. It's not the original one I owned, unfortunately that also ended up in landfill. 
This one my wife bought for me um, a few years ago after I was lamenting the fact that my mum threw out my old Tom Baker dolly, uh, action figure. I never owned any of the other Dennis Fisher toys. I was too young to have the money to buy them myself and they were too expensive for my parents to feed my Doctor Who addiction as well as my action man addiction. Look at this advert now, I think I got the best of the bunch. The Cyberman looks nothing like a Cyberman. Leela appears to have visited the salon and the Dalek is ridiculously small. But let's have a closer look at the fourth Doctor figure. It satisfied my Doctor Who needs. I mean, it certainly resembled the fourth Doctor. Hat, scarf, sonic screwdriver, it was all there. But let's have an even closer look at it. It doesn't look much like Tom Baker, does it? In fact, it was actually modelled on this man. Yep, that is Gareth Hunt, which most of you should know appeared in Planet of the Spiders. The mould used for this fourth Doctor figure was actually from an abandoned uh, New Avengers toy line, Gareth Hunt being one of the New Avengers, Gambit. And if you're getting confused with a Marvel franchise... Well, um, yes, uh, right now you should have been listening to the rather wonderful New Avengers theme tune uh, by Laurie Johnson. Uh, unfortunately, YouTube has uh, decreed this as uh, copyrighted music, and um, lo and behold, I would you know, ever want to rip off um, a composer who is no longer with us. Um, so there you go. Here, look, look, look at that. Look, look, look. That's meant to be Tom Baker. It's Mike Gambit, God's sake. Oh, and here comes Joanna Lumley. Oh, Joanna Lumley. Oh, she was lovely. Oh, I had such a crush on her. She's still lovely now, actually. Oh, yes. But um, there you go. So um, anyway, very soon, back to me in the studio. So after all these years thinking I was actually playing with a Tom Baker doll, I was actually playing with a Gareth Hunt doll. But that hasn't spoiled a thing. I have so many happy childhood memories playing with that action figure. It allowed me to carry on the Doctor's adventures whilst it was off the air. Battling Daleks. Talking ones, of course. Now, this is all we had. The amazing and detailed choice of Doctor Who figures from character options were far off in the future. And let's not forget, between all of this, along came Dapol. Now, Dapol were originally known for their model railway merchandise, but in 1988, they obtained the license to produce Doctor Who figures. And for a while, they were as good as anything you could get. A range of fully articulated Doctor Who figures and play sets. Brilliant. But while you could get a decent range of Doctor Who related toys, yet again it was let down by some poor design choices, which led to these infamous cock-ups. The five-sided TARDIS console, the two-handed Davros, and the green K9. Put these cock-ups to one side, while the figures weren't fantastically detailed, no one else was making these. In 1988, Doctor Who on TV was at its lowest point. It was, let's be honest, a little bit of a joke. But along came Dapol, who were willing to take a chance on producing Doctor Who action figures. And you know what? Fair play to them. They gave it their best shot when no one else wanted to go anywhere near the Doctor Who franchise. And they were still producing Doctor Who toys right up until 2002, when the BBC decided not to renew their licence. But going back to the Dennis Fisher range, despite the questionable quality of the toys on offer at the time, we didn't care. We could bring the world of Doctor Who into our homes. It didn't matter what the Doctor was doing on the TV. In our hands, the Doctor could do whatever we wanted him to do and go wherever we wanted him to go. In fact, right now, I'm going to take this Doctor Who doll to a Gareth Hunt lookalike competition. See you next time.